Hello and Happy New Year. Welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. And Happy New Year to you. Uh, I'm Thank you. Ian McEwen, writer on What's on TV, TV Times and TV and Satellite Week magazines. And today we are looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 8th of January 2021, including... Uh, the moving Netflix film Pieces of a Woman and all four's rip-roaring period drama The Great. We'll also be looking at the return of supernatural drama A Discovery of Witches on Sky One and sitcom Finding Joy on Acorn TV. But first, Ian, what's in the news? What is in the news? Well, you may remember before we took our Christmas break, we promised we'd do a cheeky preview of uh, the big shows coming up on streaming platforms this year so i'm going to pick out a couple and then i'm going to ask you uh, what's caught your eye hannah so this very morning i was watching episode one of a new fantasy series called fate the winks saga which is coming up in late january on netflix and we'll be previewing that and it's one i would say if you're a harry potter fan this will appeal to you because it's all about teenage fairies at this magical boarding school learning how to control their powers it sounds amazing it sounds amazing and i abs i love harry potter just before literally just before this third what how many lockdowns have we been in now i don't really know um but whatever <laughs> one the last one was um we managed to get uh, to go and have a look around the set the Warner Brothers oh, set. Oh, Absolutely amazing. How Literally lovely. closing that night because the lockdown was coming in. And um, it's just so brilliant. So I'm really excited about that. That sounds brilliant. Yes. Well, I, I enjoyed what I saw of it. Also on Amazon Prime, I am looking forward to Jeremy Clarkson's new series, I Bought the Farm, which is all about his life out in the country in the Chipping Norton set. So there's a couple to look forward to. Anything caught your eye well, I'm quite interested in the Netflix comedy um, God's Favourite Idiot. Hello. Oh, can you hear me? Yes, no, I was just saying that's me. Oh, my God, I've just ruined it. I've just ruined it. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to start that again. Well, what's caught my eye is um, Netflix comedy God's Favourite Idiot. Okay, the actor um, is will portray an office worker who falls for her colleague, um, an unwitting messenger from God, played by McCarthy's real life husband. So that looks quite, you know, it's quite fun, really, doesn't it? And it, and we all need a bit of a laugh. I'm hoping 2021 is going to be better than 2020. Not sure it can be worse, but we do need a good old laugh. I think. Anything else? Um, Seleni Henry he's joined the cast of Amazon Prime Video's epic fantasy The Lord of the Rings um, so this is inspired obviously by J.R. Tolkien's novels and um, the series is going to explore events in Middle Earth prior to those in the first book so if, you, if you're a, a big fan this is one this is one for you I'd say excellent okay well um, we turn to this week's new films and shows and I think you're going to start off with uh, an absolute cracker Hannah tell us about it I am so um we've got pieces of woman um on Netflix this is absolutely phenomenal um it's 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 a drama obviously um Thursday 7th of January this hits the screens and it's really really heart-wrenching let's let's have a listen my daughter came into this world For the time that she did. 
and I can't bring her back. We're expecting that Netflix films um, will dominate the Academy Awards in April, presuming that they all go ahead as they should do. Um, and British star Vanessa Kirby is already being tipped for an Oscar because her role in um, this movie, Pieces of Woman, is absolutely uh, phenomenal. And of course, um, those of you who love The Crown will remember her as playing Princess Margaret. Um, she, I think she played her for the first two seasons. Um, she plays a, a woman called Martha um, from Boston, and she's expecting a child with her husband, Sean, who's played by Shia LaBeouf. And um, their, their life has changed forever when she, she has a home birth and it's incredibly traumatic and it, the birth ends in a tragedy. And it's, it's unbelievably powerful. I mean, her acting is, is, in, is incredible. I mean, she thoroughly is, I think, deserving of any kind of Academy Award, in all honesty. And you, you see her journey, uh, I mean, I haven't been through that experience, but people that perhaps have will relate to her kind of powerful, the powerful way in which she shows how her world collapses around her. Um, and she has quite a domineering mother and she kind of urges her to pull herself together. Come on, you need to pick yourself up. You need to move on. Um, and I think not only does she fall apart, but it exposes lots of cracks in, in her marriage to her husband. And you want to love this couple as a couple. They're brilliant together and he clearly is so adoring of her. But she um, she becomes almost a different person, I think, in, uh, through the grief, and grief can do that. Um, and she kind of grapples with the heartbreak um, whilst trying to take, or she does, take to court the person who she believes to be responsible for her daughter's death, which was the, the midwife, um, Eve Woodward, played by Molly Parker. And um, she is actually end, she, she's charged with criminal negligence. And you see this whole journey, it's, it's so incredibly powerful. There's not that many characters, are there, really, in this. But yes, it's completely gripping, and um, it's really upsetting at times, I think. Is it, do, do you agree? Yes, I mean, it starts with this home birth scene, which apparently was filmed in one take and that that goes on for more than 20 minutes and while I was watching that I was thinking I'm really I'm not sure I'm going to make it through this film it's going to be too hard a watch but I was absolutely gripped by it as you say I mean the the leads are fantastic I didn't even recognize uh, LeBeuf because he's got quite a big beard in this hasn't he he does yeah but yeah I mean I think it's it's great to show that people who are grieving often behave quite badly because obviously they're going through all the different stages and I felt the the relationship with her mother was particularly well done and the mother's kind of one of those people who every, everything that happens to everyone else is sort of it's all about how it impacts on her and there's that mm. great there's a great sort of confrontation scene at, at the at the mother's house that is an absolute cracker and that's where Kirby really shines I think so yeah um highly recommended i mean it is it's it is a hard watch but very it's moving it's gritty very moving and, and fantastic performances uh, also i thought the, the director kind of makes use of silence quite a lot and the music is great so it's and that the dialogue isn't is the um the exec producer on this martin scorsese he could well be i think i think he is i mean i i think you you can tell that this has got a little bit of a sprinkling of gold dust on it i, I think in terms of how it's all been put together and the casting is is really very good because she does take that part you you thoroughly believe the grief that she's going through and like you say and how it affects someone changes their personality completely well we've started with the real cracker and another 
fantastic, well, this is a, a series that starts this week. It's called The Great. It's starting on Channel 4. Here's a clip. A toast to my new wife, the Empress of Russia. Huzzah! It is... No, you don't talk, my love. Oh, of course. So you may wonder, why are we doing a Channel 4 series, Hannah? Uh, There are two reasons. This has already been released on Stars Play. uh, And also, of course, it will be available on all four. So it's a period drama about the rise to power of uh, Russia's Catherine the Great. And if it reminds you slightly of the film The Favourite, which starred Olivia Colman, there's a good reason for that because they were both written by screenwriter Tony McNamara. And they both bring that humour and that sort of slightly modern sensibility to historical events. So Ellie Fanning stars as the young Catherine who is arriving, having been chosen as the new bride of the Russian emperor, Peter III, played by Nicholas Holt. Remember him all those years ago in About, in about a Boy. He hasn't changed much. <laughs> he hasn't really. Don't you think? I don't think he's changed hugely. Although having said... He hasn't really got a real baby face, hasn't he? Well, he has such fun playing uh, Peter the Third because he's basically just a narcissist, really. He's a spoilt brat. He, he just behaves appallingly. But it's very, very funny. I mean, the script is great. He says it, shortly after Catherine's arrives, he, he says, oh, go with the ladies-in-waiting and talk about hats. So it's got that kind of modern style of humour. And, and she comes into the court. She's all sort of quite very excited she thinks it's all going to be about the love of her life and everything's going to be great and she's very quickly uh, disillusioned when she finds out what her husband is really like but yeah it, i mean the story of catherine the great has been told quite a few times uh, among others helen mirren and catherine zeta jones have played her but this is a sort of rambunctious very funny treatment that that if you did enjoy the favorite uh, you will love this Now, something slightly different that is making a welcome return on Sky One, Hannah. Tell us more. Yes, this is series two of A Discovery of Witches, um, a fantasy drama. So if you like the first series, then you'll definitely like the second series. And I know from uh, reading people's kind of blogs that they've been keenly waiting um, for this uh, to come about. So let's have a listen to a clip. We arrived here in 1590 from centuries in the future. Neither of us are getting back home unless I find the right teacher. She is England's most powerful witch. Just let the power move through you. The whole world is in your grasp, Diana. Teresa... um... Palmer and Matthew Good, they travel back to Elizabethan England um, and they uh, discover basically that the, the, the witches are in existence um, and this whole I suppose it, it, it is quite spellbinding but it's all—it's not um, usually when you have witches and wizards and all that kind of stuff involved it's all a bit surreal it doesn't kind of feel like that I don't think um, it's kind of it's adapted from uh, Deborah Harkness's uh, trilogy of books and I think as I say if you like the first one you're definitely going to like this one well, I didn't watch series one, I must admit, because I'm not a huge fan of things that are about demons and vampires and witches. 
But I do very much like Matthew Good, who he, he was opposite Ben Whishaw in that really good adaptation of Brideshead Revisited. And I think for series two, which I've watched the first episode of, this does have extra appeal because they're going back to um, Elizabethan England. So you've got all these real-life characters. You've got the playwright, Christopher Marlowe. You've got Sir Walter Raleigh. Sheila Hancock crops up as a wise witch who has foretold Diana's arrival. So, yeah, James Purefoy is in it as well. So, um, yeah, I, I this really surprised me. It, it was much more interesting than I thought. They, they spent months creating this whole sort of miniature Elizabethan England. The sets look great. The costumes are great. And the two leads are very good. So, against my better judgment, I, I did enjoy it. And actually, I will go back and check out series one. But this was actually, this is delayed, isn't it, I think, because it was filmed before the pandemic hit and I don't think it, it hasn't managed to make it to our screens, obviously, until now. So I think it's one of those ones that has been around for a while that people have been kind of really waiting for. But if, like you, if you haven't watched season one, you know, get on it, it's really good. Absolutely, because it is one of those quite complex backstories that you have to get your head around, otherwise you will be pretty mm. confused. Now, something I think you will very much like, Hannah, also coming back for a second series, it's on Acorn TV, it's called Finding Joy, and this actually is a little clip from series one. We have big things planned for you. Hmm? As our new happiness hunter. And we think that you are the one with the job. <laughs> oh, God, no. So this is all about facing your fears. Just a girl in the world looking for happiness like everyone else. So if you've not caught series one of this, uh, yes, it is all about a woman called Joy. And she is played by Amy Huberman, who you may or may not know is the other half of uh, former Ireland rugby star Brian O'Driscoll. Hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't know anyway, that. Good facts. It's it's very much her show because she created it and she is just one of those comedians who as soon as she's on screen she just fills you with confidence that this is going to be really funny the sort of the story of series one was she had a kind of messy breakup and then she landed a job becoming a sort of vlogger who goes in search of happiness <laughs> so, by having all these different experiences. So it's sort of about her doing that. And it's also about her private life as well. And it, it's very, very funny. And in episode one of, of the second series, there's a great sequence where she's trying... <laughs> rebirthing so all these women are lining up so one of them is the fetus and the other is the placenta and they have to kind of go through the birth canal and come out the other side and, that, and they have a rebirthing experience <laughs> but she hasn't she hasn't got a placenta with her anyway you've got to watch it to get it but yeah she's great they're fantastic characters in this and a really good script so um I hadn't come across it before, but I, I, I did enjoy it. And I, I suspect this is one that you would you would like, Hannah. Am I right? Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. Just particularly as well because the climate, I think you just need a good belly laugh, don't you? And we've talked about some really kind of gritty dramas today and stuff that absolutely deserves to be watched. It's brilliant. But I think on the flip side, this is exactly the antithesis of it all. And it kind of, it's just, it's just very, very funny. And it's somebody searching literally finding joy the, the clues in the title isn't it um somebody trying to find that happiness and 
does she ever find it is the question. <laughs> placenta or no placenta? Absolutely. Now, um, we did rather sneakily uh, take a week off uh, after Christmas. So just to catch up with things that were released during that week, there was a third series of the Karate Kid spin-off Cobra Kai on Netflix, which, of course, we've we've looked at before. There's an interesting documentary called Robin's Wish, which landed on uh, Wednesday the 4th of January, and that's available on, on various outlets. It's a documentary about Robin Williams, and it's very much about his sort of last months and how an illness he was suffering from severely affected him running up to his death. Uh, his wife features quite strongly in this. It's not so much a celebration of, of his greatness i mean he was an absolutely amazing comic performer but it's more sort of i think reclaiming his reputation a bit in in the light of the sort of press speculation around his death so we hear from people who were who were working with him uh, shortly beforehand and seeing a change in his mm. behavior and and about how this medical condition really affected his mind so that's an interesting watch for fans of Robin Williams. Now, I think there's something on Terrestrial this week that will appeal to you, uh, Hannah. Pooch Perfect. Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine what you're talking about. But yeah, I mean, a, well, th there's nothing not to love about this. Pooch Perfect, obviously, says it all. BBC One on Thursday. But it's got Sheridan Smith in it, and I am a big lover of Sheridan Smith. Indeed. So, yeah, all dog loggers <laughs> tune into that. Um <laughs> Other things that are happening now, Ants Middleton, of course, he's in uh, the, S the, the the tough SAS program on Channel 4. He started doing a bit of a um, Bear grills in that he's taking celebrities out into the wild and they're getting to know each other. So uh, he's done it with Liam Payne already. This time, Rebel Wilson, one of my favourite people. Yes. Of course, of Pitch Perfect and Bridesmaids fame. Uh, that's on Sky One. January the 15th, a Thursday. American Gods is back for a third series on Amazon on Monday the 11th of January. And Dickinson on Apple TV, all about the poet Emily Dick Dickinson, but bringing a really kind of modern approach to her biopic. Uh, that returns for a second series on Apple TV. So much. There so is much. so much. Now... I don't know if you've had time to do any binge watching because there's been so much new stuff over Christmas, hasn't there, Hannah? What have you been spending all of this lockdown time glued to? <laughs> well, apart from, yeah, apart from eating more than my own body weight and drinking more than my own body weight, um, I have, well, I've caught up on sex education because, of course, that's coming back. So um, I wanted to be sure that I was across that. And also I needed to get my husband into it as well because otherwise we spend every evening in different rooms and that's just <laughs> for anyone's marriage, is it? Anyway, I made him watch This Is Us. Now, you'll remember many, many months ago me banging on about this on Amazon Prime. I'm continuing to uh, get through the latest series of The Crown, which, you know, I know you're a huge fan of, and I, I'm really, very much enjoying. And I'm ploughing through my second watch of all of Breaking Bad, the wonderful Brian Cranston crime drama. So uh, if you've not watched that, it's on Netflix, all of it. it it's, I mean, it's right up there, and I would say the top five TV shows of all time. There, I've said it. And it's just as good as I remember. But yes, once that's finished, I'm going to be bereft. So I will be looking about looking out for more things to binge on. Now, we've just got time 
to look ahead to what we're going to be talking about next week. Now, on Disney, there's a new series called WandaVision. Now, I like the sound of this. And that stars Paul Bessany and Elizabeth Olsen as two characters from the Marvel Universe who are apparently living in the suburbs. But there's a rather interesting twist to that. What else are we looking at next week, Hannah? Um, Also, we're looking at One Night in Miami, which is on my all-time favourite Amazon Prime. Um, And it's a drama about a fictionalised meeting. This is just so brilliant. Between Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, Sam Cooke and American footballer player Jim Brown in a Miami hotel room in 1964. What's not to love? That sounds very interesting. So uh, we look forward to that. But in the meantime, keep watching. And in case you were wondering, the actor appearing opposite her real-life husband in the Netflix comedy God's Favourite Idiot coming up later this year is, of course, Melissa McCarthy. See you next time. <laughs>